I'm Derek. And I'm Drew. And we are on a journey to become better leaders by touring fantastic worlds and inspiring lore by going on a wonder tour. We connect leadership concepts to story contexts because it sticks to our brain better. You can find out more at wondertourpodcast.com. All right, Derek, we're back into the world of Star Wars original trilogy. It's time to go to the second Death Star and see the final confrontation between Luke and the Emperor. the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station all right welcome <laughs> back to wonder tour <laughs> we are we are going to be doing a little bit uh, different thing today it's called a rabbit hole episode and this is where we just pick a moment from uh one of our favorite pieces of lore here and we just jam on it for a little bit uh and in this case we're picking this interaction between the emperor and luke in return of the jedi where basically the Emperor is trolling Luke uh, and getting him to try to jump into the game. And, you know, you know, at this point, this Luke is obviously in the game, but this is where he makes a decision that affects himself. And uh, so I'll let you uh, take it away for a second there, Drew, as you give me your take on this situation. So as a kid, let me start by saying as a kid, this was definitely my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I love Jedi. It's such a, I don't know, it's it's kind of the catharsis, maybe, that you get at the end there with Vader. I think that's probably why I liked it. Um, of course, I also, as a kid, like the Ewoks, because Ewoks, clearly, like, I've seen people put together visualizations before that show, like, <laughs> the age that you were when you saw Jedi versus, like, people who like the Ewoks. It's like, if you were young when you saw it, you loved the Ewoks. If you were older, you hated the Ewoks. It's kind of like Jar Jar Binks, probably, in the <laughs> in the Phantom Menace. But for me, I really appreciate how complex this ending here is. And it's complex and it's simple, actually. But the the conflicted aspect of Luke's character coming through here because we have to remember that the original trilogy while now there were so many layers added to it by the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy and all of the different contexts that's been added through books and comics and everything else there is less in the original trilogy when it came out like there was a lot of reading between the lines as to what was happening here it was pretty simple and you had to put together the pieces because all you really had was these movies so I just loved watching the this scene where Vader ends up turning back into Anakin, essentially, and saves Luke. And Derek, you pointed out a different thing to me than maybe I've ever noticed here before, which is that Luke is really kind of teetering on the edge here between taking action and sitting still. And the Emperor is playing a game with him where he's trying to and and we see this 
again and again in different Star Wars media, actually from the Emperor multiple times, right? He does it with Anakin as well, where he's trying to goat him into taking action. And in doing so, he will embrace some dark side desire within him. Yeah, he sets up these conundrums, right? I mean, you know, uh, he... He, first, he just tries to troll it into, you know, you're going to take your weapon. You're going to strike me down. You know, I can feel the anger swelling up in you, you know. So he's like, he's reading it back to him. He's really like, you know, how can I just continue to edge him towards pushing him over the edge and and striking me down? And actually, he does it, right? He uh, uh, Luke tries to uh, strike him down because he gets so angry i think this is after he destroys the capital ship with the uh with the, the the death star um you know he just goes and and blows away one of the capital ships and uh you know that's you know they, they're like whoa this thing's fully operational you get the the classic uh, admiral akbar quote which is it's a trap um <laughs> i don't know if you've seen some of those memes i'm sure you have like i've I even sent you that meme before because it's just perfect um you know and, um, yeah, I mean, he just, he keeps railing on, you know, your fleet is lost, your friends, they're not going to escape, you know, and, and that's when, when he does it, you know, he, he pushes him over the edge. Um, but then after that, he kind of picks something different, doesn't he? This is a really interesting, there's, it maps onto multiple different scenes in the Star Wars universe where Palpatine or Sith are trying to get somebody to, do an evil action, right? He tries to do it with Kylo Ren. He tries to do it with Rey. Um, he tries to do it with Anakin. It's It goes back to, <laughs> there's some additional context added through the story of Darth Bane and the rule of two. And there's this kind of like idea that evil can be perpetuated or the Sith can be perpetuated by having these two master, you know, a master and an apprentice at once. And we will continue to grow the evil by getting to the point where the the apprentice surpasses the master. And the only way the apprentice can surpass the master is by cutting them down. And so that's what Palpatine's trying to get him to do here. He's trying to get him to cut him down because then he knows that will feed. Going back to our previous episode in the office, uh, I think that was episode 21, where we talked about the idea of the inseparable goods strategy, where you might make a decision in this game and it's a zero sum game in this situation, right? Either you, you get rid of the emperor for good or, and, and you overcome him or you fall to him and he takes over the world. It seems like it's a zero sum game like that. And if you play the game black and white like that, then he needs to strike him down. But the problem is if he strikes him down, it's actually going to create a character flaw within him. And that's what the emperor knows. He knows that it'll create a character flaw if he does strike him down. Right, Derek? Yeah, uh, I was just thinking as you're talking, that's perfect. Uh, overcome is become, and that that is the paradox that that Luke is stuck in here. And, and so we take this back to business. There are going to be these major battles. There's going to be these major uh, things. And, and if you have, if you're freed up in some capacity, you know, you may be watching this battle and you're saying this battle is consequential. This battle is a big deal. You know, whatever that may be, it, it could be an initiative. It could be something that you're just like, uh, you know, that you're going to help a lot of people um, have better careers, better outcomes. Um, and you see the big game here. You see the capital ships. You see the Death Star. You know, there's there's you know, there is an outcome to be had. And you're in this dilemma. 
right? Whether you should enter the game or not, or you should go passive. A lot of times going passive, there's really no consequence for it. There's really not. I mean, there's, it's, it's mostly the only thing that I can think of, which is the inseparable good strategy, which is you may feel some guilt. You say to yourself, I could have done something in that situation uh, to kind of save that initiative. Um, I didn't, right? I chose to kind of hang back. Um, and I think this is a choice a lot of people make, actually. Um, there is the other opposite uh, way that you could go is that you go in and you try to always get the emperor, right? Um, you always enter the game. And that's a that's one where you end up, you borderline exhaustion, I think, isn't it, Drew? So you, you really don't want either extreme here. It takes a lot of wisdom to understand when to enter the game. We need to think about actually entering the game as a pivotal step in the process. It Entering the game creates a huge advantage, even when you, so like, think about it from the Lord of the Rings perspective. You're the ring carrier. We talked about you're operating with the weaker hand, essentially. So in that situation, you actually still have some advantage to be gained, some leverage to when you reveal your hand. Even though you have a weaker hand, the fact that as, as long as it's hidden, as long as you're staying passive you you hold on to that advantage of when you're going to flip your hand essentially or when you're going to start to play when you're going to show your put your cards on the table so i want to think about it that way derek that that part of the game is when you're going to enter into the game and that entry point regardless of how weak or strong you are will have a a significant impact on the game itself i think usually so one way we can think about this is in a card game so if you're playing in like a competitive card game where you're playing one-on-one -on -one versus another player um when do you reveal your hand because as long as you have that hidden information you're holding an advantage and, and it's not just the hidden information that's the advantage it's also that you're committing to the board right so when luke finally start you know activates the lightsaber he's committed to the board essentially so in a, in a competitive card game like one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a rookie is you you have x amount of resources and you commit all the resources to the board just in time for your opponent to wipe the board on you right and then you're left with no resources no hidden resources left in reserves and your opponent you know you put five resources down and your opponent used two resources to wipe your board so you you really need to avoid that type of a situation Oh, yeah. And I think that's why it's so critical to decide, um, you know, when to enter. And I think we're just bringing it up here for you to reflect on. I think the the rabbit hole episode is more about uh, just bringing something up and saying this is something to reflect on. Um, it's not necessarily driving to a specific like, oh, you know, like, well, we should do this or you should do this or you should do this. I, we can't really say that here because Luke is, you know, <clears throat> he just happens to, I think, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I know that the story was written to be a certain way, but he he pretty much lucks out that, that his father's there to kind of bail him out. And I think it's interesting to kind of, uh, in order to start wrapping this up, is that, you know, Darth Vader, uh, you know, in the inseparable good strategy, he has fallen into that trap. But then through an act of his own will, uh, and this is a consuming decision, right? You know, he ends up dying from this decision, but through sacrifice, uh, you can collapse the inseparable good strategy back to kind of a more pure state and say, you know, I became Anakin again, right? Um, but it it, con it consumes him. That decision finally, in the end, consumes him. Uh, he ends up sacrificing himself. So he kind of reverses things, and and redemption is uh, pretty amazing here. Um, whether you have, 
a Darth Vader and you can script that out, I'm going to leave that one outside of this conversation because I think that is very unique to the Star Wars story. But if we think back to, you know, being Luke and that's where we want to put you at with this with this episode and, and put ourselves at, too, is that, you know, we are all Luke at different times. Uh, we may have, you know, great abilities, uh, great potential. Uh, but realize when you enter that game, things change. And like you were saying, Drew, you know, you play your hand. You better make sure that you played your hand right um, because it's played at that point. You're not getting that hand back. Um, that's done. You've thrown your cards down on the table. You you got to make it count. And that's the wisdom here. And that's the part that we're trying to pull out as a magnanimous leader is, you know, for the good of others, when are you going to enter the game? That's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah, there's so many examples of this in my life where I've made, you know, positive and negative <laughs> impacts by entering the game at the right or the wrong time. This is critical for us to understand. And I think actually, so Derek, you're saying we're not going to offer a formula here and you're absolutely right. This is more of a thought piece. Um, but the formula is in all the other game theory episodes. It's it's the, you know, one 30 to 50 minute episode is not going to be able to encompass decision making and strategy. But that's why I want to go on this wonder tour is because I want to become better at understanding the game and when you understand the game better you understand the rules they're written you know you can write them down and see them you can understand the players and the what what will the player has in different situations it allows you to maybe again you're not going to always enter the game at the perfect time there's no way because you don't you never have all the information really it seems but you can enter the game closer to the ideal time and that's really what we're trying to do here is, is get closer to the ideal time to enter the game where you can minimize the energy that you put in and maximize the good that you can do with that entry into the game. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and we'll leave it right there. I mean, we just we want to have the, the the we definitely don't want anybody to get into. And we've seen this before, you know, how people are just afraid to enter the game at all. So. All right. Awesome. That was good. Um all right, well, if you have anything else that you want to add on that uh, quick rabbit hole discussion there, you can hit us up on The Wonder Tour on Twitter. And next time we are talking what, Drew? Hunger Games, of course. We can't do game theory without Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. Um, we're going to talk through lots of different aspects of game theory in this one, I'm sure. So... All right, well, we'll see you next time. And remember, all those who wonder are not lost.